someone did it, you will be able to do it too. Welcome to season two, episode 22 of our podcast series. The podcast that is spreading positivity around the world through the sharing of real life experiences. With me today is another 13 year old, Tanvi Jeff. Tanvi is a writer and a poet. Today she's sharing with us her journey as a young writer and the poet. She will also be talking about accepting who you are and beauty standards. I guess you're surprised, are you? Over the week, our young prodigies have proven themselves well able to the task and are doing marvelously well. Stay tuned for another mind-blowing episode. Hello, Tanvi, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hello, everybody. Uh, It's nice to meet you. Great. So what would your favorite quote be? Uh, My favorite uh, quote is, no pain, no gain, just do it again. Great. So that means that everything that you're doing comes with a price and you have to actually be ready to pay the price to receive the reward because everything you have to actually go through the process to see uh, the end of it. Exactly. That's beautiful. So who is Tanvi? Where does she come from? Give us a little insight about your person. So uh, uh, I am a 13 year old uh, writer and a poet and I'm from India, Delhi and I have been writing from third grade but I wasn't consistent. Now I have picked up the pace and I have been writing from the past year. So I think that uh, uh, what basically the things that I do is really connected to my name. So my name means, uh, Tanvi means in Sanskrit the epitome of femininity. So I think that's what my what that's what I my personality is also like that. So I really believe in uplifting the girls and the women and accepting yourself. Great, 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 great. So what inspires you um, to do the things you do? Where do you draw inspirations uh, from and all that? Yeah. So like uh, the uh, what I aspire to do is uh, that. Every next day, uh, I wake up and uh, there's some like, uh, I just remember the things that I've been rejected from uh, when I was rejected and when I had been uh, like, I failed in some things. So I just remember those uh, things and I try to say that in the things that I have been rejected, I need to be accepted again. So that's happened to me uh, many times, uh, like a place that has rejected me then uh, uh, after two months, they accept me. So that has happened with me. So that's what I really aspire. Okay, so would you like to share with us a few of the places that you've experienced rejection? So the places that I uh, faced rejection was uh, the purple and uh, 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 there was this uh, uh, Akon Haiku Society, the American Society of Haiku. So these three are the ones that I remember. So I had been rejected from them, but uh, I didn't like uh, just uh, giving them uh, any other poetry. So I thought that I'll seek for what they are wanting. I read the sample poetry 
and then I, I have been working and then I'll send them when I think that, yeah, I'm ready to give them. Okay, so let me get it straight. So these groups that you've just mentioned, they are a group that um, poets go to them to be accepted for acknowledgement or something like that. Is that it? So have you been, have you gone to contest for a show or anything and you were rejected by them? Is that what you're saying? No, like I'm saying that uh, they acknowledge your work okay. and uh, they are very prestigious sites. So uh, the American Society of Aiko and the Con Poetry, they, they are one of the things that I, I have been aspiring to give them my poetry, but I still haven't given them because I think that I need to give them what they want and what I really feel, what I need to write. So when it comes out of my mind and when I just write it, then only I'll give it to them. Beautiful. So that is what inspires you. When anytime you are rejected, you are, you are urged to work better, to be able to prove yourself. Okay, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So how long have you been writing and how long have you been a poet? Uh, so I've been writing from the third grade and uh, uh, like I wasn't consistent at that time but then I picked up the pace at uh, when I was in uh, sixth standard but then again I wasn't consistent but in the eighth standard I I just like the poetry it started to flow and uh, I had gotten into the flow and I started to love what I was doing. So that's when uh, exactly that was the point when I did write poetry and I sent it to places and all. Right, beautiful. So what doors has poetry opened for you since you began? Have you received any awards? Have your works been placed on international platforms or anywhere recognizable? Can you share with us some of the doors that um, poetry or this journey has taken you? Yes, so uh, poetry has opened many doors for me because I think that uh, poetry is something that everybody can connect to. It's like uh, uh, words, uh, words are like the okay, words what? and then they go into the necklace, just like we say a pearl necklace, they are like that and that's what poetry is exactly and I think uh, that uh, many times uh, we forget like we are doing this for us like I'm doing my poetry writing for myself but I send it to the places because uh, I want to get acknowledged and I want my uh, work to spread to more people to a larger audience so that's why and uh, uh, the awards and the places where I have been published my poems have been published on various sites including Times of India so it's a, a student edition in which uh, the students of India, it's distributed among the schools. So, uh, and my poems, uh, many of my poems have been published there uh, on the Hall of Fame and uh, on the IC column. So uh, uh, there have been published and uh, I have uh, the many other places which have been published in our books mania, Curious Times, Kids Age, uh, um, Times of India, Times NIE, uh, Teen Inc. Uh, and uh, um, there are a lot more. I, I, it just gets ah. a bit confusing. That's great. Yes. Yeah. So 
That's great. Can you do a poem for us then? Let's hear some of the work you've done. Yes, sure. Uh, and yeah, I have also received the Honor Rule Award uh, from Times of India. Okay. So that award is given uh, to the students who contribute their work. And uh, I have achieved that and I have gotten the gold all of, uh, on the Honor uh, uh, Rule Award. Oh, wow. What year was this? Uh, it was uh, the year. Yeah, what year did you receive this award? Uh, it was recently, only in June I received this award. Oh, great, congratulations then. Thank you. Great, great, it's, it's very, very inspiring to hear you young people do the kind of things you do. I'm always delighted to see people excel and see people do marvelously well such that others can look up to them and try to also do something as beautiful as you do. Do you mind sharing with us some of your poems? like one or two of them, let's benefit from your work. Yeah, sure. Great. So uh, there's one poem that I've written and it has received me a lot of recognition. Great. So this poem has always been the editor's choice. Every, every time I send this, it gets accepted. Wow. So there's something about this poem that is really connected to me. So it is all about me. Okay, great, let's hear it. The title is I'm Dark. <clears throat> I'm a bit darker than the rest, but I believe I'm the best. No one likes my skin color just because it's a bit duller. People ask me to apply whitening creams. I'm not fit in this world, it seems. People love to alter your looks. You can get altered for getting in their good books. My color is given by my dad, so why shall I be sad? People don't accept me the way I am. I think this whole beauty thing is a sham. They won't understand the meaning of pretty because they focus on things which are petty. I don't care if I'm as black as gold as I've accepted as I've accepted me from my heart and soul. Beautiful. Have you ever faced rejection as a result of the way you look or your skin color? Have anybody have to look at you a certain way because of the way you look? No, like it has happened in school because uh, in online, they don't know me. So they can't reject me on the basis of my skin color. But in school, they all see me and they all know me. So like the teachers, uh, the teachers had been a bit biased. And what did they, uh, they did was that they stood in front of the class and they just, uh, their eyes rolled and they would scan the whole class and they picked all the white students for the play. And I never got a chance. I was interested in acting, but I never got a chance because of that reason. And every time anything happens, so all the white students, they got the chance. So that's one thing that I faced. And uh, many of my classmates used to tease me because of my skin color. And they used to say that there's one cream in India, fair and lovely which every girl puts on just because to be fed. So that cream was very, is very famous right now. And they used to say that, uh, go on and put fair and lovely. Just because like uh, um, my skin might get more fair. So I used to cry, but my dad used to explain me that just accept yourself and move on because they say 
and i have to go on um, on much more larger platform and if i need to go on and excel more in life then i need to accept myself otherwise uh, everybody can alter me by in the poem i said that everybody can uh, alter you so we can get altered and by altered i mean surgeries we have to like many people do surgeries and skin whitening so they can match up to the beauty standards of this world and they don't accept themselves and even if they do this they are not as famous even if they are famous they are not accept accepting themselves and they might get told easily thank you very much you know tavi for one thing if for nothing at all i'm happy that you came on podcast to shila because i'm a black woman or whatever they call it my children will say mommy is not black is brown because you are not black you brown whatever they call it out there you get it but i always see it as ignorance and anybody who sees a human being and try to put difference between skin color i think they are very ignorant and for me i feel very sad for them because skin color don't determine the kind who the person is skin color don't make us any different it's just the way people are brought up i don't want to sound racist here or anything of that sort but it's a bit i think it's a bit appalling for somebody to see you and the first thing they see is your skin when they've not even interacted with you to know the kind of person you are so i am excited that despite all the things you went through you've been able to pull yourself up out of it you didn't allow them to influence you to go and get a skin whitening cream just like you said all of those creams come with side effects they may not see it as they are applying it now but usually these things the side effects used to show up when you are much older and then you get to go old very quickly but when you look at dark skin people we hardly get old too quickly when i look at my mom my mom is getting closer to 70 years or a bit over 70 years if i'm right she looks just like me you're looking at me now you see my mom you get it and i think that every skin should be appreciated and teachers and leaders shouldn't use our skin to judge us or to put us in position because people have been made to think that white is better than black for some reason i don't know but i don't get it but i am happy that you are strong girl and i'm happy we are sharing this today so if anybody is listening and for some reason they are being bullied because of the way they look because of their skin color i'm proud and i'm happy for what your dad told you this is who you are and you have to accept it and make people accept it and one thing i want to put out there is people who accept you for who you are based on what you present to them i don't know if i'm making yes, sense yes. exactly if somebody is calling me black and i feel cowed i feel afraid i show them fear that i am afraid because they are calling me black and they don't want me to be in their society then they'll keep doing it but when you call me black and you don't want me to be in your society and i am telling you you can get away with your group and i will start mine or i stand on my toes and i am proud of who i am then they begin to accept you for who you've given them so they'll always accept what you put on the plate for them So I'm happy you stood your grounds and you made them know that black 
For me, black is beautiful. Dark or whatever it is, for me, is beautiful because this is who I am. I cannot change it. Even if I can, I don't want to change it. And I'm happy you are the way you are. And I'm happy you are this beautiful. You wanted to share with us something about accepting yourself. Do you want to still talk about it? Accepting who you are, or you think you've done enough talk on that, we can move on to something else. I think I have loads to say about accepting yourself. Uh, so like, uh, uh, we can surely move on. But uh, one thing that I would like to say is that uh, matching up with everything with the times does not mean that getting into the fashion. Like the fashion industry isn't all about natural beauty. It's all about, it's synthetic very much. Exactly. So uh, the fashion industry, uh, nobody does these things in the IT sector. If you go there, there would be rarely people focusing on their looks or the skin color. Yeah. But they might still get offended because I've seen that uh, there was one incident. Whenever uh, my sister, uh, so she's fair than me, but uh, she just used to do me that you need to stand up for yourself. Exactly. So she used to uh, deliberately poke me that, uh, hey, you're dark. That, that, that she didn't do that to offend me. She did that so that I didn't feel offended when others told me this. Uh, but I still used to get offended. And I used to say that, why are you calling me this? And I used to just uh, have a fight with her. But uh, whenever she used to say this, uh, I couldn't fight her because I used to shake and I used to cry and I used to feel embarrassed that I'm dark. But now when somebody says this to me, I feel like, yes, I'm dark. You can see me. You can see that I'm dark. But I am just accepting myself, moving on. And you should do that too. And you shouldn't waste time. Or by saying me dark because I'm not the person who's going to cry on when you are going to believe me. So this thing has been made clear by my parents and my sister. So I know that who I am, this is who I am. If you take it or leave it. Exactly. So that's the thing. Great, 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 great. That's so inspiring. That is so inspiring. That is so inspiring. That is so, so who who is your inspiration? Actually, who inspires you? Uh, my mother inspires me a lot. So mm -hmm. every day I see her, she toils. She, she just toils, works hard. She does all the household chores. So she's a housewife. And I see that she has no ego. She, and even if she gets angry, and I say that, why are you getting angry? Just get normal. But I feel, uh, reg I regret that why did I say this to her? Because she's my role model, she's the idol. I don't uh, idolize anybody else except my mother because she's the one who is, she's a bank. She gives me the money, but she doesn't never ask it back. So her love is a money and she's never going to ask her back. And I even I can't repay her. Even if I give her anything in the world, I won't be able to repay her love and I respect her a lot. I might get uh, angry and I say something, but it's all my fault. I, I accept that we all get angry. It's not that we never say anything to our parents, 
but yes if i get angry and if i say anything to my mother it's all my fault i take it i accept that because uh, sometimes you just feel like oh don't get on my back that's the feeling but she just doesn't say anything and you just see her wide eyed and you say that why isn't she doing anything and she's a lady out of this world i just don't know like if anybody could match up to her and every mother is like this only if even if you say that she beats me or like uh, she scolds me but i don't think uh, a mother needs respect and love and i try to give my best and i just love her so she inspires me and she's my role model great 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 this is like music to my ears listening to you describe your mom the way you are describing her because being a mother is a difficult job because i'm a mother and i know i know how it is growing up i used to look at my mom when because a mom will always sacrifice for her children you get it we will go all lengths well i can say maybe 98% of mothers will go this journey for their children there are a few who may not be bothered to take a selfless journey for their children but then i know that at least 98% of women will do that we do that because of the pain you we go through in child labor and every pain we have had to encounter through our pregnancies and all so when we see our children we have to just give out all the love we have so sometimes when i see mothers who cannot love their children enough i just wonder how they can do that because when you carry a child inside of you and you go through all the pain and all the blissful moments and everything and when a child does something little you cannot forgive or you even when the child has not done anything you just blame the child for necessary things then i will begin to wonder but from the way you're talking about your mom i can see that your mom is truly your role model and you truly love her and all mothers are this is going out to all mothers out there you're doing brilliantly well the journey is not an easy journey taking care of children is not an easy journey even when you're stay home mom it's difficult and then when you have to also be working and taking care of the children it's difficult as well and when the children begin to grow they have a mind of their own and that makes it extra difficult so it's a, it's a difficult job and most of the time like i have said on different platforms and on this podcast the children are left with their moms whatever happens when there's a crisis in the family and the man gets to walk away the children stay with their moms and the journey cannot be easy when it's like that it's so difficult so all women who will get the opportunity to listen to this podcast all mothers all women i'm saying well done it's a difficult journey but when you do it well your children will make you proud so i'm happy that you're saying these good things about your mom and i'm also excited that you admit that saying things you did you had gone the wrong way but you are remorseful for them so this is really good and i'm happy to hear that your mom is your role model what are you passionate about and what is your mission in life uh, i'm passionate about uh, writing and uh, programming so i have been learning coding and all uh, and i really like to build websites okay. so i think that i'll write 
something that just go to the world and from preschooler to a person who is uh, not moving or is very old from any age so it will be a book that can just connect to everybody from a preschooler to any old age person so that will be a very easy simple in very simple language it will be delivered to all those people who read the book and they just feel like ah that was a book that i can remember so that's what i need to do and that's what i want to do in my life and uh, i want i don't want to become a best seller but i want to become a something that people just read that and they get that feeling ah yeah like every book i read some of the book i read and they and the ending is just so abrupt or uh, very ironic and then i say oh yeah they just brings a smile on your face and you can say nothing you just laugh about it that's what i want to do great so you want your books or your publications when they go out people will have the wow factor experience like they'll read the book and say wow this is the kind of book i want like it makes an impression on them well that's great i wish you all the very best tanvi i wish you all the very best what is your dream job apart from writing and poetry do you have anything else you're looking at doing in the future yes uh, i wish that like uh, i become a software engineer uh, and i want to become an entrepreneur and i want to create a company of my own i want to uh, make a new company uh, a startup uh, an edtech startup so i can just create something unique to the world which can bring about a change like i want to be the next facebook wow what it looks like the generation coming up most of you will become entrepreneurs So why do you want to yeah, become an yeah. entrepreneur and why don't you want to work for anybody? It's a good thing, it's a good path. Don't get me wrong, I'm an entrepreneur myself. It's a good journey and I'm happy you've chosen that path. Why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Why don't you want to work for somebody to be paid a salary but you want to set up something on your own and grow it? Why do you want to do that? Uh I think that uh, I have always been a person who works on her own terms. I work on my own terms. but it's not like that i'm not adjustable or uh, i can't do anything i'm not accommodating i am accommodating but i can't be forced and there's a lot of pressure in those jobs if i'm working under somebody but it's like i'm my own boss so what's the problem in that and if i can do something i have an idea and i can just lay it out and do it into a final result then what's the harm we can give it a shot right Wow. Do you have any words for our listeners? What would you like to tell them? What message would you like to leave with them just before we wrap up? Uh I would like to uh, tell them I would like to tell you that uh many people out there would just be uh really uh, bullying bullying you or uh, uh being biased to somebody else uh, like I shared the incident of my teacher even your teachers can be there your coaches your mentors so there is something there is racism there is 
stereotypes there are stereotypes so we need to accept ourselves like if i say if i sit like a rock and i say yeah you say me anything you kick me i don't care because this is who i am and i won't change so that's the attitude you shouldn't be like a sponge a sponge can get compressed so when you get compressed you just get into the hands of the others and that's not what we want to become we want to become like a big iron stone uh, like a big boulder sitting on the road and if anybody can hold that they'll just get their hands cut and they'll get themselves harmed so that's what kind of a person you should become and not the sponge because even if you're this much big sponge or the world's biggest sponge everybody many people can just compress you because a sponge remains a sponge but a stone remains a stone if, even if it's a small or if it's even if it's a small stone or a big stone so i'll just say that don't go with the beauty standards don't go with the flow and just accept yourself love yourself and even if everybody says that do this do that wear that wear this don't do that if if you see yourself in the mirror and say yeah i'm looking gorgeous then you go with that great 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 you have a blog don't you yes would you like to put a blog out there uh my blog is @adrietworldblogs uh, it's an instagram blog and uh, it's also on blogspot so recently i opened it recently only in july and uh, uh, i posted uh, one article so the main aim is also that that you need to stay natural just the way who you are and uh, i post some content about accepting yourself beauty standards uh, the generation so it's miscellaneous and uh, i also write about tech so soon i'll be posting uh, another one and you can follow me on instagram great you know something has just come up in my mind and i want to put it out there i just hope i'll be able to put it together now i always say that when we go through trials we should see it as a beautiful reward coming out of it you get i'm going to and i'm going to explain to you what it actually means so you have poems and you have different kinds of poems and the poem that has received the edit, the editor's choice is the one you wrote about yourself telling people to accept who they are now you've had to go you've had to go through being sidelined being criticized being laughed at for your skin color and that poem you wrote about your skin color was what caught the eye of the editors and is what has actually placed you on different platforms so sometimes we go through things and then we get depressed we become remorseful or we get cowed and we get worried about the things we go through but on the other side when you look at it it becomes a blessing because when people are teasing you and laughing at you and telling you to apply creams and other things to become fairer and you resisted you were able to come up with a poem that caught the eye of the editors i don't ever making sense am i making sense yes yes so sometimes our trials 
and tribulations are rather a blessing depending on how we look at it and depending on what we make of it than actually looking at it and then becoming sorrowful about it. Yeah. I've always said that we should try and look at our problems or our struggles or our trials as a blessing rather than it being a trial. I hope I got it together. But that was what came out of my mind just as we were trying to wrap up, trying to put everything together, what I've heard from you and everything, trying to put it together. And I'm seeing that. Looking at it from the face value, it was actually a trial phase you were going through. But actually, your trials is actually putting on you on bigger platforms and opening doors for you. And I'll be so excited that somebody will see this video and the person will be touched by your story and will open a bigger door for you based on the story you shared. Actually, I'm praying that that happens. And I'll be excited to share it again for people to know that it is not about the skin color. Neither is it about the person. You know, it is about what they carry. So it's just like a container. It could be any container. It could be red. It could be blue. It could be a tall bottle. It could be a cup. It could be a short bottle. It could even be a bowl. So it's not about the container, but it's about the content in the container. I think I've gotten my word out and I'm excited it is. So it's about the content of the container, not the container that is housing the content. You get it? Yes. Exactly. So when you get gold, gold comes from the earth. I'm going to put it in a different way. It comes from the earth. It comes muddy. It comes dull. And the earth is brown and dark. Can you imagine where gold is coming from? It's coming from the earth. And the earth is dark, dull, and brown. And gold is one of the precious minerals everybody seeks for. And I even think yes. diamond as well also comes from the earth, if I'm right. So why should you be worried about your skin color when you know the things that comes out of that? And when gold comes out, gold is dull and it's dark and it has to be polished. And if you look at the source of gold, my God, if you're a dark person, you should be proud in your skin. And I am proud and I'm happy you are. And I pray that everyone else listening to us who's had to face some kind of criticism, some kind of racism over here and there about your skin, just be proud of who you are and know that whoever is trying to dish out racism to you, that person is an ignorant person in simple terms. And I think that is what I'm going to end. And um, in closing, Tanri is saying that learn to be a stone and not a sponge. And I think this is a powerful message she's left in all of us. I would like to say thank you very much Tammy, for coming on podcast with Sheila. It was exciting having you. And I think that this is one of the interviews. I've been so passionate about it. I have sat here and I've listened to you and I have been empowered simply because you've had to go through racism. And I know what it is like, especially going through racism amongst your people. You get it, not from a different country, but amongst your very people going through racism there, that could be very tough and very difficult, but um, I'm glad you were able to overcome it. So thank you very much for coming on podcast with Sheila today. Thank you, it was nice meeting you. Great, nice meeting you too. So if you've been listening in, this is season two, episode 22 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences, subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. We have a video presentation on this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Until we meet again, 
ถ้าเป็นรักดี